Bokatov. Today's daf is daf Yudim and Baba Kamas. We learn for Achenukol Beis Shalom Simasar B'Shibya. All those wounded, all those fighting, everybody should come home safely. Says Gemara from the fourth line of Daf Yud Gimel. Yesterday we were discussing the Shita, famous Shita of Rabbi Yosef Lili, who says that Kalim, Kachim Kalim, like the classic case is Shlomim, but there are others also Bechor Meiser, Carbon uh, Toda, which is a kind of Shlomim. Uh, he says very simply that those are considered Maman Balim, and you and you own them. You own them now. Mark differentiated and said after the animal is slaughtered, after it's kishachten and slaughtered, then when the balim or the kohanim eat different parts of it, uh, that that doesn't belong to them. They're eating mishulchan kabar. They're eating from God's table. That doesn't belong to them. But when the animal is still alive, then it belongs to the owner. Says Rabbi Yossi Aglivi. The Mefarshim explain when we say what it means to the owner. What does that mean? He could sell it to somebody else. But the other person cannot get a kapara. The Ketzos HaChoshin says, The other guy, you can, the other guy could, you could sell it to him so he could eat the meat. Sell it to him by the pound. In other words, once this person, Reuben, had set aside a carbon shlomim, he could sell that to Shimon, but Shimon can't use it as a carbon on his behalf. Can't use it on, on his behalf. It's got to be, he could sell it to Shimon so the Shimon could eat the meat, but he, but it, it doesn't work for Shimon as a carbon. <laughs> in other words, he is the one who is usually in a shlum, we're not talking about a kapara, but when you have a shlum, and for whatever it was, there, there are kapanas that you have a shlum for. So, so uh, the, but for that, only Reuben is considered the miskaper, not nobody, no, no one else. And that's what he means that, that, that um, even according to that Kachim Kalim, uh, that Maman Balim, it's still Osirbah Nosh, Kachim Asurbah Namen Torah. Even according to there's no Me'ila until after Zrika Saddam, and that's only on the Emurim, the fatty parts, but still it's Osirbah Nosh, you shouldn't have enough from it. So I'm trying to understand Yosef Lili Shit. In any case, let's uh, let's look again at, at, at the Gemara now is going to continue with the discussion of Yosef Lili Gufa on the fourth line of Dafyut Gimel. Mola Mal Bashem. You commit a sin against God and says by lying about something that you were take that you were a shomer for, and then you admit to it afterwards after you swore falsely. You have to bring a carbon asham and you have to pay. Uh, you pay back the principal and, uh, 20, and with an additional twenty five percent. The Gemara goes on there. La rabbos kashim kam shem emona This is Rabbi Yosi Lulishita. Mal says Lashem something Lashem and the kichish miso. So what is something that Belongs to God. It's also against the, the belongs to the individual. Bamiso, your friend, your your uh, compatriot, um, and you're sinning against both. That's kachim kalim, which have kedusha to shemaim, but they still belong to you. That's Rabbi Yosef Gliyshita. That kachim kalim belong to the person who was makdashim. Now, in yesterday's Gemara, it, well, we had it. We we talked about it at the top of the page, but the but here the Gemara said Rashi tells us over here. Ben Azai is explaining Rabbi Yossi Aglili. But Ben says, he's not arguing with Rabbi Yossi with Aglili. was a Tana. Ben Azai <laughs> says that um, uh, includes Shlomo, meaning that, that, ben Az, that uh, when, when Rabbi Yossi Aglili says, Kachim so Ben Azai explains he's speaking specifically about Shlomo, not others, apparently. Umar is going to deal with that in a minute. Rabbi Yossi ben Destoy Omer. 
Benazi was explaining Rabbi Yosef Lili, he's only coming to talk about a Bechor, nothing else. Another Bechor is also kind of Kachu Kalim, but apparently not Shlomim. Loba El Bechor, so Dovat, that's it. El Bechor Bavad. So we have Rabbi Yosef Lili, we have Benazi explaining him, and then we have Rabbi Yosef Ben explaining Benazi. So let's understand it. Gemara now tries to explain these uh, sheet. It's Amar Mar. Benazi Omer Larava says, Shlom, welcome back, Michael. Amar Mar Benazi Omer Larabos es Shlomim says to include Shlomim Lemutemai. In other words, Rabbi Yosei said that Malvasham Kirsumi so includes Kachim Kalim, which belongs to the owner. It's Maman Balim. Again, as we said, uh, while the animal's alive, um, he could uh, be Makanashanisha with it, presumably. He could sell it to somebody else. Not in terms of kapara, but in terms of the meat. He's giving him meat or selling him meat to somebody else. So when I says, uh, L'Rabba says to Shlom, what do you mean, Shlom? Shlom excluding what? Not all Kachim Kalim? Elam and Lemutai Bechor, you're trying to exclude Bechor. What are you talking about? And Rashi says, L'Mutai Bechor, we're talking about Bechor B'chutzlaretz. Bechor B'chutzlaretz, which is not standing. He said, we ate in the court of Shimon, says you could bring it to Chotaretz Yisrael if it was Tumim and all that, but it's, it's, it's not standing to bring for a carbon. Therefore, the owner owns it. Whoever has the Bechor, he can, he, could, uh, sell, he can give it to the coin, uh, sell it to a coin, give it to the coin. Uh, a Shlomim requires uh, laying on of the hands, smicha, uh, libations, waving the Chaz of Ashok, includes the whole process in the base of Mikdash. And still you say, Amit Ma'am belongs to the owner, it's his. It doesn't, even though it has all these holy aspects to it in the base of Mikdash. Bechor, a Bechor Bechutzlaretz, which uh, is not even going to be brought as a carbon, certainly. You're not eating Mishulchan Gavoa. It's not, it's not Mishulchan Gavoa. It's not standing to be brought as a carbon of the base of Migdash. So you're not eating it there. It just belongs to the Kohen. And he has to give it to the Kohen. It's, it's, it's his. It's the owner's. And he has he can't he take it himself. He has to give it to the Kohen. So there certainly, how can you say that um, when Banazek says it includes Shlom excluding Bechor? Shlom is more holy. has all these uh, base of Migdash aspects to it. And you say that's still Mom and Balam. So Bechor Bechutzlar certainly. So when Danazai says include Shlom, he doesn't mean to exclude Bechor, to exclude Bechor. Bechor also be included to exclude Maser. Why? Kitatanya, Bechor, by Bechor it says Loti Padi, you can't redeem a Bechor. You can't say, you know what, I'm going to exchange the Bechor for something else. Bechor is Kaddish and that's it. Minim Tam Chai, you could sell it to a Kohen as it's, uh, while it's unblemished, even while it's alive, and the Kohen will have to deal with it. If it can't bring it as a carbon, he can, um, uh, you know, in Chutzlaretz, he could uh, wait till it gets a mum and then shecht it needed. Well, mum, if it was already had a, a permanent blemish, you could sell it either alive or slaughter or shecht it, uh, or, or slaughter, but it's got to be given to the coin. It belongs to the coin. You may be able to eat from it if it has a balmum, but it belongs to the coin. You have to give it or sell it to him. But Maser, remember, by Maser, it says, Lo yigo, you can't redeem it. If you have Maser Behema that was designated, you know, the one, two, three, five, six, ten, the tenth one is Maser, you cannot sell it, and whether alive or not, Lo whether it had a mum or not. In other words, even if it's a, if it's, if it once is designated as Maser Behema and it's unblemished, it has to be brought as a carbon, you can't sell it. Um, and even if it has a Balmum, even if it's a blemish, you can't sell it. Special halacha can say, Lo Yigo, Lo part of Lo Yigo So, so he's excluding that. That doesn't. That's not mum and bala. 
because he doesn't have the option of selling it and dealing with it as he wants. So Ben Azai, when he says Shlomim and including Bechor, he's excluding Meiser. Ravina Masmiya Seifa. He says the same business with the Meiser, but it's going in the Seifa. Ben Azai says that when Ben Azai is explaining Biyosay when he says that uh, that uh, Kushim Kalim are Mum and Balam, he's only talking about Bechor. If it's excluding Shlom, what do you mean? Hashdama Bechor, Shekadosh Merachamim, look at a different Kabachomim. Manash Bechor, which is automatically holy from the womb of its mother, and you still say, you say, Mamona, who it still belongs to the owner, to the Balam, to the owner of the of the animal, Shlom, the boy Shlom, which is not, there's no such thing as Shlom designated automatically from the womb. It's got to be, it's got to be designated by a person later on. So it doesn't have the same holiness. So if Bechor is considered your mammon, even though it's holy mibrechem, certainly shlamim uh, should be considered mammon balam. So Rabbi Yochanan lemutei meiser. So he learned the same drasha that um, Rabbi Yochanan said. That is Rabina said meiser that Rabbi Yochanan's answer it's that it's excluding meiser is going on this case lemutei meiser. Get a time like the same door we just had a minute ago. Bechor never lost the part of it. Im katam chai ubal mum chai b'shochet. Bechor can be sold either unblemished alive or blemished live or slaughtered. The meiser never lo yigol. You can't redeem it all. So therefore, meiser is is more of a svar to say it's not mum and balam, and that's what he's excluded. So whether you learn like the pashim shat ben azay or Abi Yosi ben Destoy, who who says so, he's only coming to the ben azay is only coming to include. Um, so he's not really excluding Shlom as we as we said. That should certainly be Mam and Balam. If Bechor, which is Kadosh Merechim, is Mam and Balam, this certainly he's excluding. Uh, he's excluding Meiser. But the problem with that is, you said you include Shlomim as a Kavachomer. If if Bechor, which is Kadosh Merechim, is Mam and Balam, certainly Shlomim. But the Gemara says, but that but that doesn't fit into the words. If you look at the words of Abiosi Ben Destoy. At the, the top of the page, uh, the sixth line from the top of the page. He clearly says Bechor only, not Shlomim. It's Takakasha. How, how would he explain that? How, how would he explain it? He'll say he doesn't hold that Kal He'll say that Shlomim is more Kaddish because it has Smicha and Sachim because of a show. You could give that kind of an answer, but the Gemara doesn't bother with that. It's just the Kasha of a Yosem of the story. Rav Amar, now Rav is going back on the original Trasha. If you look on yesterday's alpha new days on the days, right? Right, we started this. We're, we're dealing with the mission on testament days. The mission on testament days says, where do all these rules of Nazikan apply? If I have to guard it, you know, if I have to watch part of it, I'm chayvin the whole thing. We talked about it. You were mashlim the borer that we talked about the other day, right? Nechasim she'en b'amril, and we said you're only chayv the rules of Nazikan on nechasim that have no sacrilege involved. Now, why don't you just say, what do you mean, have no sacrilege involved? Just say, the chasm that are not hektish, as we had before, it's a machlokas. But the general opinion is that if my shore damaged hektish shore, I don't have to pay. There's a sheet that you're not, I'm not, we had that before, we mentioned before, we'll have it later on, that uh, Pusik says, if my shore gored your shore, so I have to pay the first three times, chatzin esek, right, Tom, and after the animal was, after you were warned in court three times, and the animals are moved to Beit Nezik Shalom. That's only ki yashor ish yashor But if a shor egg dish, I don't have to pay at all, or I have to pay everything. There's no dispensation for a tam. Okay, 
that was uh, that's the general idea, but it can't be. I can't. The rules, the regular rules of damages, do not apply by a holy animal. So just say nechasim that are not holy. What's the shein bohem meila? So first we wanted to say there's no meila, but it's mash, but it's still kadosh. Why, why the lotion of meila? Just say nechasim that are not hektish. Nechasim shein ain't no hektish, or nechasim nechse hedyo. Why don't you just say that? The fact that he said nechasim shein bohem meila tells you. We're speaking about me'ilah hudalas. There's no me'ilah, but it's still kachim. That's what Yosei Gilead that we've been discussing for the last Amud, who holds that kachim kalim are mamon balim, and therefore the rules of nezakim, animals damaging one another, would apply there as well. Would apply there as well. So if your animal damaged an animal uh, that was a shlomim, let's say, or kachim kalim, kachim Yosei the rules would apply, the regular rules of music would apply. Now Rava gives another answer to that question. Rava Mano, Manuchasm Shem Dim Eila. He's going on yesterday's stuff, really, right? Rava Manuchasm Shem Eila. The Chasm Shem Dim Eila. There's no Dim Eila, meaning that there's no hectic there at all. Even Kachim Kalim, Rashi says Kachim Kalim, Kachim Kalim says Rashi. But even Kachim Kalim have rules of Eila, as we said. There's no Eila in Kachim Kalim while the animal is alive, or even after Shach. But there is on the there is Kachim there is there is Eila. On the on the emurim of the kachim kalim after zrika sadam after yechit the kabbalah hazrika sadam the emurim have to be burnt the emurim are kachim kachim that's the point the emurim of kachim kalim animals are really kachim kachim so there is meila there that's why Rashi says kachim kachim Rashi says Ravam and meila the masdisen lo teidik me hamer kachim hamikdash kachim don't say there's no meila but there are kachim eloch kamer she ain't bam din meila she ain't bam shum kedusha l'shemayim. It doesn't mean to say as opposed to Kachim Kalim. Even Kachim Kalim have a din of Me'ila on the may, on the Emurim, which are Kachim Kachim. The Emurim are Kachim Kachim. The Emurim of the Kachim Kalim are, 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 uh, are Kachim Kachim. So the, the din of Emurim would apply after he did Zerika Satam. Uh, so uh, the, there is there is Me'ila there. And therefore, what are we speaking about? The head yoke. When he says that the rules of Nazikin uh, only apply to the Chasim Shein Bandila, he means all Kachim. If there's Kachim, it has to be something which is not Kodesh. If it's Kachim, then the rules of Nazikin don't apply. The Chasim Shein Bandila, my Ninu, the Hegel belong to a Hegel. Commoners, not Hegel. So if we listen to the Hegel, Kashim, and Echanami. Why didn't he just say the Chasim the Hegel of a Hegel? Why did he say the Chasim Shein Bandila? Why did he say in that strange Lashon? It's longer and it's strange. Anyway, just say the Chasim the Hegel. And that's a kasha. That's a kasha on Rav. That's the reason why the first answer, uh, uh, Rav Yochanan's answer is no. That it's going like Rav Yosei We're talking about kachim kalim that don't have meila. Basically, don't have meila. But the rules of the sequence apply. Omarav, Omarav. Here's an interesting one. Shlomim sheziku. Let's say you have a kind of shlom. Even apparently this is going even kachim Rav Yosei Let's say shlomim. You have an animal of shlom. You were makdish an animal shlomim, and it went into damage. Now it belongs to you. If, if an animal of Hegdish, if you had a chatos, went and did damage, we, you don't, uh, Hegdish doesn't have to pay, right? So we had we said the, the predominant sheet is even if you damage an animal, if your animal damages an animal of Hegdish, you don't have to pay. And certainly if an animal of Hegdish damages, you don't have to pay. But here's the question what about Shlom? Shlom is your animal. It's according to basically, it's mum and balam. So Shlom is Now, if it's a tam, a tom, we said, pays 50%, right, of the damage, but only out of the goof of the animal. Let's say you had an animal that was dying, it was worth a dollar, and it did damage to an animal that was worth $100. 
killed him, right? Let's say it, it, it damaged him, another animal was worth $100 and, and damaged him to the tune of $90, whatever the damage was. Damaged, they damaged the animal. So you pay 50%, but only up until, uh, only out of the growth of the animal. So the animal's only worth a dollar. That's all you could get. That's it. So Shlom Shaziku, here's the point. Let's say one animal that was worth 200, right? Uh, $200 killed another animal that was also worth $200, right? Um, going short, Rashi gives that example. So now what would you say? That were each each animal is worth two hundred dollars, right? The damaging animal and the dam the mazik and the nizik are both worth two hundred dollars. Okay, so the damage that was done was two hundred dollars worth. So you would pay a hundred dollars out of the mazik animal. That's why you pay fifty percent, right? But part of the animal is a murim, and that's kachim kachim, and that's that doesn't pay at all. Not Pardon? Not yet. Yeah, well, but 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 that's we part of the animal. Part of the animal, not you know, you can only since you look at if you're talking about a mu'e, you pay the whole thing. Okay, fine. So he has to pay the whole thing out of out of his land, out of his uh, a bank account, whatever. But here you only pay it out of the good for the animal. Part of the good for the animal is the murim, the one that's doing the damage. Part of the head is doing the damage, the feet's doing the damage, the intestines. Uh, they're in murim already. It's just that there's no they're they're in murim already. Except that the rules of Mila don't yeah, apply yeah. until you did three Saddam, but the Imurim are there. So he says, You can only collect from the from the meat. So let's let's assume this case. $200, both animals were $200. One animal killed the other animal, right? Now, the damage, the, the, the Masik animal is worth 200 But let's say out of the 200 75%, $150 is meat. And the other 50% is the Imurim, the fatty parts inside. So you know what? He only has to pay $75 out of the 150. He doesn't have to pay the other half, right? Even though he did, if it was, you would think normally, right? If a regular animal damaged another animal and they were all at the same time. You know, he has to pay 50% of the of the damage. How much was the damage? $200. But you can only pay that out of the goof of the animal, right? Out of the goof of the animal. You can only pay 50% out of the goof. Out of the goof of the Mazik's animal. Now the Mazik's also worth two hundred dollars, but out of the two hundred dollars of the Mazik's animal, fifty dollars is a murim. But there is a hundred dollars that's right, right. That's in the Mazik's animal. Uh, uh, there is a hundred dollars in the Mazik's animal. It, that's what I'm saying. Is it fifty percent of the Mazik's body or the fifty percent of the Mazik's? It's the it's the Mazik's body, the but the body. damage is a hundred dollars. The damage. There is a hundred dollars. No, no, no. Okay, there's a hundred dollars worth. Of, there's a hundred dollars in there. But the chiv to pay, the chiv to pay is only a hundred dollars, and that's a hundred dollars. The nis, the masik's body was only a hundred and fifty dollars. It's only hundred fifty dollars worth of, of the right. masik's body is hundred fifty dollars of the body, right. and therefore you can only be mechayev him half of that, because that's that's all he has to pay out of the masik's body, fifty percent. The uh, fifty, the uh, you understand? It's not fifty percent of the damage. It's 50 of the, the, the it's it's fifty percent of the damage, but that has to come out of the no, mazik. Fifty percent of right. damage is right. No, no, it's fifty percent also out of the mazik. Right? That's the point. That's more right. That would have to take a look at Rashi right before the lines get wide. It's really going to the next phase. Hadikanei goes. Hadikanei goes. Sorry, kagon. Can I get word? Kagon. Shor shav masaim. Shenagav shor shav masaim. Ainu gova elachatsi domov. Chatsi demei besoro. Half of his body. 
You don't pay, you don't pay. The point is, you don't, you might say this. Okay, look, um, why can't you make up the 50%? The, uh, uh, why can't you make up the 50% of the Nezik, which would be a total of $100, out of the out of the Bosser, because there was $150 with the Bosser, to make up for the Imurim, which you don't have to pay at all, because the Imurim are, are not high to pay. That's the Chiddush. You don't collect from the Emurin at all. In other words, you don't make it up. You don't make it up. You don't make up for the uh, lack of payment from the Emurin by including more Basar. So the Gemara says, Pshit, isn't it obvious? Emurin, like of all Asalki, Emurin belong to Hashem. And they and you can't pay from that. Of course, you only pay you only pay out of the Basar. In other words, you only say there's $150 of Basar. So he has to pay 50% of that. He has to pay 50% of that. Uh, okay. Fine. You don't pay 50%. Of, in other words, it's both, Michael. In other words, it's what you're saying. Twice. So it's twice. In other words, you only have to pay 50% of the damage, and the 50% is only out of the uh, out of half of the body. And he only and the buster is only 150, is only 150, so you pay 75. But why don't you say, look, but look at the whole animal is worth 200, the whole mass exam is worth 200. So make up from the murum. Take another $25 of Basar, in place of Emurim. You don't say that, right? That's a Kiddush. Let's read it. The government of You don't make it up from the fact that the Gemara said, leave it on, leave it on, cheat the harm. Now, Rashi brings down the case. What are we speaking about over there? An animal of Tom pushed another animal into a pit, and the animal died, right? The animal died. Pushed the other animal into a pit. Now, they come and they find this dead animal in the pit. So, who has to pay what? So, uh, so Rabban say, look, uh, the Rabban say, this Tom say worth a hundred dollars. He only has to pay a quarter. Why? Because he could say the pit did part of the damage. I just he, my animal just pushed it. Wouldn't have killed him. The, the pit did some of the damage, and the animal did part of the damage. So, the animal is a Tom only have to pay fifty percent. But since he didn't do all the damage, he'll pay a quarter. And what about the owner of the pit? The pit could say, my pit didn't do it. The other guy pushed him in. So according to Rabbanan, the other one, the pit doesn't pay anything. And if he, and if he was a muay, if it, let's say the animal was, yeah, the pushing animal was a muay, he'll say, fine, he still only has to pay 50% of, because he only did part of the damage. So he pay 50 and the and the, the, the balabor pays nothing. That's the Rabbanan shita. So Rabbanan say, Rabbanan shita, just because you can't get paid from one, you don't say since the the since the damaging animal he doesn't pay all thing you can't go after the the owner of the pit. So certainly over here, just because the emurim can't do the damage, right? Just because the emurim can't you know, can't I mean can't can't uh, pay because they belong to Hegdish, you don't take it out of the other part, out of the busser part. holds over there. No, you could whatever the whatever the the pushing animal doesn't pay, the balabor has to. Like a Rashi at the widest lines, the wide as the right before the lines get very wide. pays three quarters. In other words, he says in that case, if a pushing animal pushed an animal into a pit and the other and the animal died, right? So we said the pushing animal, if he's a tom, only pays a quarter, right? Because he only paid 50% anyway. And he'll claim, well, I didn't do all the damage. If the pit wouldn't have been there, I didn't do it. So he pays a quarter. The Balabor pays the rest, the whole th the three quarters. 
because he found him there. And if he's a Mu'ay, the Baal Shor pays half of the Baal Bar pays half. So he, of course, back in the Gemara. And he, um, if you can't pay from one, you pay from the other. So according to Rav Nassan, uh, 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 if he said, according to Rav Nassan, it's Pshita, that just because you can't collect from the Murim, you can't make that up by paying more of the Basar. Right? That's a Pshita. And according to Rav Nassan, why shouldn't you pay more? Why shouldn't you pay? According to Rav Nassan, if, the, uh, if, the, if the, the, the animal that was killed in the pit Whatever he can collect from one, he collects. Whatever he can't collect from the bala shore, from the pushing animal, he can get from the owner of the pit. So why can't you collect? I could collect kinega that ma'am shalai. So you buy samer nasi, you buy samer rabbani. You can more you could you could say that this is necessary according to either one. You buy samer rabbani. You could say that this idea again that if my, an animal of shlomim killed an animal, a regular animal, you only collect, and he's a tom, he only pays half out of the bosser, out of the bosser. And not and that and that out of the uh, he doesn't pay he doesn't make up for the uh by paying more out of the bosser. Where do you say that the rabbis say if you, if you can't collect them, why you don't go up there by two gufim? Because we're talking about the owner of the pit and the owner of the pushing animal. But if it's one animal did it, I want to get paid for the whole thing. I don't care. In the case where there's two guys there, there's the owner of the pushing animal, the owner of the pit. So each guy, so he could say, listen, he could say, listen, I didn't do the, you know, my pit didn't do any damage. This animal pushed him in there. That's what the robotans say. Just because you can't collect from the owner of the pushing animal doesn't mean you can come after me. But up here, it's one animal who did it. If I can't collect out of this part of the animal, because it's a mura, maybe I should be able to collect out of it. Kamash Malan. So Rav Ava says, no. Shlom Shaziki, you can only collect out of the bus and out of the mura. Right? Um, uh, who says that when you collect, cannot collect from the pushing animal, you can collect from the owner of the pit, right? There, the owner of the animal that was killed, the nizik can say to the balabor, listen, I'm not to I found my animal in your pit. You know, your animal is dead in, my animal is dead in your pit. My, I'll collect from whoever I can collect. You're responsible. He pushed him in there too. My whatever I can't collect from the owner of the pushing animal, I'm going to collect from you. But over here, can he say, listen, only the buster did the damage, the Hemurim did not damage, the whole animal did the damage. Therefore, the the uh, the owner the uh, owner of the dead animal uh, cannot say, uh, you know, oh, I'm only going to collect from here, not collect from 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 there. The, in, in there, he said, listen, I'm, what I'm going to collect from one, whatever, I'm not going to collect from the other, but over here, he can't say uh, that um, the, the buster did the damage, they moved into him, so I can go after this one, there's only one animal there. So you might say, here he doesn't have that kind of an excuse. From Ashmalan, therefore the Chiddush is, that what, that Shlom Shiziku, Govim Saram, Ve'en Govim Meimurim, you can't collect me, you can't, you can't differentiate between the two. In the case of Verev Nelson with the boar, when the animal pushed him board, there he could say, listen, my animal's, my animal's dead in here. You should pay me everything. Okay, if you want me to go after him, I can get him. He also did damage. They're both they're like co-defendants. I'll go after both of you. But Abiyah is only one guy. Can he say, this did the damage, that one didn't do damage, he can't go after them. And therefore, therefore, he should be able to say, the logic would say, that what? That uh, you, 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 you can't uh, do the same thing. But Nassim says, According to us, as Peter, according to Rab, Rab Nassan, maybe you should. We, we thought that maybe you should be able to collect from the other one. If you whatever you can't collect from the Amurim, you can collect from the Basar. 
But over here, they both did damage. So maybe you should be able to collect Kamash Mullah. That's where he says that, no, that you cannot collect. Amarava. Toda Shizika. Toda, we know, Toda is a kind of a shlomim. But it has rules that are different. It's only for one day and a night as opposed to shlomim. And you have to bring breads with it also. Toda Shizika. Let's say a Toda did damage. And again, we're assuming we're going according to Yosei Glili that a carbon Toda is like shlomim. And therefore, it's mum and balim. And therefore, it's like uh, the damage, the uh, damage, Ishla uh, Reyehu, and Yechayev, Gomav Sara, you can collect from the owner, oh, let's say a Toda, and that's a Tom, carbon, you were mocked this year, carbon to be a Toda, and it's a Tom animal. You can collect from the meat of the animal, the 50%. You can't collect from the bread. You don't collect from the bread. Okay, in other words, the Nizik can collect from the more Lechem Shita. Uh, why would you collect the bread? The bread didn't do any damage. The animal did the damage. You collect from the damaging animal, the animal itself. The safe is There's a chesed. Nizik What's the rule? After your macro of the animal, after all, it's still a carbon toad. It doesn't lose its kedusha. How does he collect? After you went through and your burnaymurim, the nizik will eat the meat uh, up to the tune of fifty percent. Umiskaper maybe lechem. But who brings the bread? Who's supposed to bring the bread? Even though the nizik might eat the animal, right? Might eat the animal if it's enough. The, the mascaper, the owner of the toda, he has to bring the bread. So Isn't that obvious? Why shouldn't he have to bring the bread? Uh, you know, what is the uh, Isn't it obvious there too? Yes, no. Since lechem is what's necessary to make the zebach fit without the lechem you can't the, the carbon can't be brought lay malay let the owner of the toda say you're eating the meat and i gotta bring the bread you know i have to i have to be uh, i have to bring the bread most of which goes to the corn goes to the corn in right or uh, sections go to the corn and uh, not only most of it 10 percent goes to corn but not, i i have to bring the bread you're eating the meat and i have to bring the bread that's the point the lechem is a, is a is an obligation of the balam has nothing to do with the damaging. The damaging is done by the toda, by the animal. And uh, the toda, uh, he, he, he's paid out of the busser of the of the meat. Uh, so the Baal wouldn't have to bring another carbon? The... No, no, he's Yose with the carbon. That's what we said at the beginning. We said that at the beginning. They eat the corn of Yose Aglili. The, the, uh, the animal, the shlum, even a carbon, let's say you make a shnisha with it, or you could sell a shlum to somebody else. Terms of the meat that who, who's going to get the meat like you're selling it by the pound so to speak, right. but the animal is still on the shame on uh, the mascaper is still the one who was mocked to shit and he's the one who gets credit for bringing it as a carbon. He has to bring the carbon total. Let's say in those yeah. days it's like we like we bench gomel today. You brought it for those four things, so he has to bring one. He has to bring it. It just he if he sold it or he did damage with it or the animal did damage, right. so the nizik gets is entitled to half of the meat of the animal up, you know, to the according to the, if he's a tam, if it's a muay, then you'd have to pay the, the entire meat, uh, or, or or if it's a muay, it's not, it doesn't go by the meat, you'd have to pay him out of cash also. But let's assume it's, we're talking about, um, and you pay the whole amount, but let's assume he's a, he's a tam, you have to pay 50% of the meat, but the carbon still belongs to the owner, he would get credit for it. Right. Now, the Mishnah, if you look back, let's look at the Mishnah back on Daf Tesla Basie, and we're still dealing with that Mishnah. Mishnah had many parts to it. We learned that Mayor that uh, has to make up the difference, may see a low. Remember that the Nizik has to deal with the dead animal, with the depreciation after it was killed, 
that's called Shem Shemal Sedev Pshat. And um, if I'm higher for uh, guarding it, the rules of Shemira, the Chasim Shem Bemila, that's what we were discussing yesterday and today, the Chasim that have no Me'ila, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that includes even Kachim um, Kalam, according to Rabbi according to Rabbi, it means all Hegdish animals are excluded. It's only the Chasim which belong to a Hegdish. And then we said, Nechasim Shehein shall b'nei bris, animals that only belong to Jews. If my animal damages a Goyesha animal, I'm putter. Putter, you don't have to pay the rules, the regular rules of the Zika apply. Now, obviously, if you're in a place where the rules of the country apply, you don't have Chosadina. But based on the halacha, the Chasim Shehein is only Jewish animals you have to pay. You might say that, yeah, if I damage it myself, it's one rule. But if I my animal damages the animal, putter. We already have the mission later on. The answer is ton of Adamafarish. Our Tana is like the beginning of that. This is the preamble. That's the rule. And then we explain that later on that it means a Shorsha Israel Potter. In the reverse, I think Allah will see that later on for Gaisha uh short. Kills our shore, he has to pay, and he has no rule of 50% for a dumb. That'll all be described later on. But the point is that our mission is like a preamble to later on. Also, so it has to be in order for the rules of the Zikin to apply, the rules of Tom and Muad, etc. We're speaking specifically about Karen, but others also. The um, Chasim that are belong to Jews and the Chasim Amil Chadim that are special or really Miuchad really means that are owned. In other words, that are means that are singular. Really, the word is best translated, I think, is singular, but in what sense? So it means that you know who it is. What does that mean? Let's say um, there was a fight. Who damaged the shore? My, sh- my shore was found dead. There were two shores that were running after it. Each one claimed the other guy's uh, shore did the damage. You don't know who it is. So that's, you can't collect. Zatana Lakaman, we also learned that later on. Hayishnaim wrote from Acharecha, two animals are running after one animal. Zat Omer, Shorachazah. One guy said, Ruben said, your shore killed the guy. Zat Omer, Shorachazah. And Rishimah said, no, yours did it. Shnei Peturim. So we already see that later on. He answered again, Tani Vadam Afarish. Again, Nechazam Yechadim have a, you know, singular, singular assets. What do we mean by that? We mean that it's singular in the sense that you can define, you know for sure, who was the damaging animal, who did the damage. So uh, again, our mission was not clear, just as a preamble later on and explained. Masitatana, in a brisa, we learned that when it says miyuchada means miyuchada means that singular in the sense that you know who owns it, not who did the damage, but who owns the animal, right? Masitatana, not that we're not sure who did the damage, but if the damage was done to an animal of hefker, you don't have to pay. What's the case when you have to hefker? Even with the Nagach tour, the Don, the tour of Hefker, if your animal damaged a shore of Hefker, Man Tavale, who is uh, pressing charges? <laughs> Nobody. What's the issue over here? Uh, it's only if it belonged to somebody. If it's Hefker, you don't have to pay. What do you mean you have to pay? Who's pressing charges? No, here's what happened. Uh, a shore of Hefker damaged my Hefker, right? So I'm going to sue that animal. So, ladies and gentlemen, who are you suing? Yeah. Somebody to sue. My Hefker doesn't mean. What I say? No, my my no no my animal damaged a shore of hefker, right? If a shore of hefker damaged my uh, if my animal damaged a shore 
if my animal damages shore of Hefker, so he said you don't have to pay. Why? Well, of course you don't have to pay. Who's, who's, doesn't want anybody. Who's who's pressing charges? No, we're talking about here where a shore of Hefker damaged my shore. Uh, damaged damaged my shore, right? Gosh. So who am I pressing charges? Who am I pressing charges? That's more so. If my shore damages who's pressing charge? Shore of Hefker press is is may damage mine. All right, so who am I pressing charge? So laser license. There's nothing to press charges. Go take that animal, right? Just take the animal. Laser, just take the animal. What happened is before I got a chance to take it, somebody else acquired it from Hefker. Now, so she'd have to pay when he owned it. When he owned it, it didn't do the damage, right? When he owned it, it didn't do the damage. Somebody else got it. So you say, yeah, but this animal damage, yeah, but it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. And so it wasn't mine at the time. I'm not, I'm not responsible. I, we had a lady in the neighborhood ask me, I don't mention your name. She, she, she got a ticket for driving on, on Route 1 coming into Shalai, right? And, and uh, all of a sudden, the left lane becomes a bus lane. You know, you got to move over real quick. She didn't move over fast enough, and the camera caught her 500 shekels. So she wanted to go to court, you know, uh, argue it. You know, it wasn't, they, they really don't allow you enough time. It's, it's like all of a sudden it becomes, yeah. it becomes a bus lane. So she wanted to argue it in court. So I said, you'll never win. You know, they, you can't win these. You can't, you can't beat these things. She says, yeah, well, but a week later, um, I had an accident and I got, the, I, the car was sold. I sold the car. You think that'll help? <laughs> yeah, I shot the guy. But I threw away the gun. So is that okay now? <laughs> you know, like, what does it help? At the time, you have to look at the time of the infraction, madam. So the point here is, at the time that this animal hefker did the damage, it was ownerless. Now this other guy found this animal. He says, "Don't, don't tell me. I didn't have nothing to do with it." So he's like, "You should come Okay. So that's what happened. Over here. So there's nobody. You can't. You can't claim it. So that's too bad. So that, that's what you mean over here. It's got to be. It's got to be owned by somebody. Both. both, both. So, against him. No. Doesn't work that way. There's no owner to it. This doesn't work. You can't say that. You know. You can't say that. You, you could think of. You could think of other cases that of. You know. Um, uh, somebody. There, there was an ownerless uh, knife in the street. You know. And somebody walked by and they cut their toe on it. Now, now, what do you, what's the idea that you're gonna you know, you could take the knife? Somebody else picked up the knife right afterwards. Is he responsible? You know, you can see that. Ravina Lamute Nagach Another case where it wasn't Mucha. Let's say, let's say the animal did damage, right? And there was an owner on both sides, and he was Makdish the animal, he was Makdish afterwards. Or Nagach or or he did damage, and then I was Mafkarid. Now, again, in this case, you can only take it, the, you, we're talking about a tom, you only get it out of the out of the body of the animal. There's no animal to collect from anymore because it's either Hekdish or it's Hefker. Tani Meocha, yes, okay, Rabbi said another case, talking about over there about cases where an animal is high of death for killing somebody, but you have to take him to court and it's an owner and all that. If there's no owner, uh, you don't kill the animal. You got to give testimony against the owner in court, yeah, right? The Hamas, and he killed somebody. Those are the rules. With, you have to have an owner for both the time of that he killed the animal, the animal, the time that the animal killed somebody, and at the time that he was taken to court. What about, what about the verdict? 
In other words, you know, the animal is only high, you only high if in that case it's to kill the animal when he killed and he was taken to court and the verdict was all with the same owner. So the same thing over here is what we see over here. If you didn't have an owner, so what's the idea of nechasim yichadon? So we said to exclude if you don't know who did the damage, you're not sure which animal did the damage, or the animal was ownerless. The animal was ownerless, and you didn't get a claim on it at the time of the damage. It was ownerless, even if afterwards somebody acquired it, or even if it was owned at the time, but after it did the damage, before you can make a claim, the animal was either sanctified to the base of this or made hefker. Again, we're still looking at the mission on Testament days. So in all these cases, you're chayyim. If it wasn't Hegdish, let's say, and it was a Jewish animal, and you know who did it, and it wasn't Hefker or Hegdish or anything like that, and when we talk about the shame and regel that damage you, your, your potter, right? Your potter says, except for Mazik. In other words, I'm chayiv if my animal goes into your yard and eats the uh, fruits, right? Or if he damaged your stuff. But let's say your animal came into my yard. My animal could be in my yard. My animal runs around in my yard, right? In my uh, barn or whatever, right? In my range. And your animal came in there. I'm not chayiv there. Who has your animal come in? So that's the point. And then he goes on, right? Uh, if it's the masik's own rishus, the Omerlay, Torchab Rishusi, my boy, what is your animal doing in my Rishus? If you sent your animal to my Rishus and he got hurt, he had no permission to come in there. I'm not responsible for that. But then the Mishnah went on. Okay, that's Chutz Nizik Masik. Let's say the Nizik and the Masik are partners in a Rishus. What's the deal there? So it's not clear. The Mishnah says, doesn't mean except Rishus Michal Masik and Rishus and Nizik Masik, they both have permission, or Rishus and Nizik Masik. They're your chayev. If they own, let's say they're partners and they both have animals there, they chayev to pay. So it's not clear. We'll see two different opinions. If it's a shutfin, two guys own it together, and one partner's animal damaged another partner's animal there. That's what the mission means. The potter, there, the, the mazik is potter because. The, the Nizik had no right to come in. Roshusa Nizik Vamazik, there Chehizik Chavamazik has to pay. That's how one way to learn. That's what Chista Marvime's way to learn. Rablezer Omar, Rablezer Omar, this is important. Remember, Rablezer Sheep. He says, no. Potter Alashain Varegel. He says, no. In other words, when the Mishnah says, Chutzmir, Shusa, and Yuchas Lamazik, that the Mazik is Potter there, he's also Potter, knows Vibrashusa Nizik Vamazik is also, Potter is also going in that the Chutz is also going to Shusa Nizik Vamazik. That if they both had permission to be there, the mazik is potter. So if partners had a field or, or barn together, and one animal uh, uh, stepped on another animal or ate something, then he's potter. Potter all ashamed by regal. Bachakamar. Chutz mishum shus and messing mazik. That is potter. Roshus and messing mazik. So it's nami potter. I. What is ukshehizik? What about the last words of the Mishnah? Ukshehizik. When you do damage, chava mazik. The mazik has to pay the tashlume. Tashlume nezik the meita parts. What does that mean? Metamars, we've already explained. That includes Karen. That includes Karen. That's what means. He's teaching me the rules of Karen. So I need to learn Shmuel. That's good according to Shmuel. Shmuel, remember the first mission in the Mesechet? What was that? 
Shmuel said is regel and Mava is shame. So what about Karen? Now we're talking about Karen. She has a Chava Mazak, let's say Karen. Mava is what Adam, right? Mava is Adam. And Shor is all three, Karen, Shane, Beregel. So we already learned Karen. Chava Mazak, let's say, what does that come to do? Like, so you had a ton of money. She has a Chava Mazak. Ah, if people were responsible, they were guards, or they, or they borrowed the animal. She has Zika, Behemoth, Beshusan, that did damage to an animal while it was in their Beshus. Include that. That's what the Brisa says. And Nifritz of Belilah, let's say the barn broke up at night when it was, was an accident. It wasn't something that was under, under his control. It's something he couldn't control. Oh, she puts a list him, or robbers came and broke the barn down. The Yatsa Mazika, then your potter. Omar Mara, let's understand this. This is we say that according to Rob, the last words of the Mishik, she is a Chavamazik. It includes these cases of Shomer. What's the case that he did damage? Now we understand. Listen carefully. The Shoel is the borrower, right? We said to include even, okay, so the borrower is chayv on, every, on everything except Nisa Kadarka, but he's chayv even on Onsen. So if a Shoel borrowed the animal, and we said that he's chayv over there to pay, what's the case? The acts of the barn to the owner, in other words, the one who gave the borrower uh, the animal, right? I'm lending you my animal, and my animal damaged your animal, the Torah to show him. So, what are you saying over there? The, the, the owner has to pay. If, if my animal was in your charge, right? It was in your charge. And if while it was in your charge, it did damage, you would have to pay. You're responsible for it. You're high on everything. Anything that it, it, so hasha the aske latur didach. Now that my animal has damaged your animal, the inu l'shlumi, I have to pay. Why should I have to pay? Right, the l'shlumi. Why should I have to pay? If again, we're saying that the marshal's animal damaged the shoal's animal, <laughs> you could say, listen, it's your charge. You aske ba'alma ba'as l'shlumiyat. If my animal damaged somebody else's wallet well, was in your charge, you're responsible for that. You're responsible for the animal. You're fully responsible, even for own sin. You're high for Geneva Nevada, for negligence. You're high even for accidents. So you'd have to pay. So now that my animal has damaged your animal, my animal, your animal was your animal, and my animal was in your charge, was in your responsibility. So now that my animal is damaged, I should have to pay? Can't be that. El Daoskator, the Shoal, okay. The Shoal's animal damaged the, the Mashal's animal. Again, Le Malay, Iluitzik Mealma, if my animal had been damaged from somebody else, You'd have to pay the whole thing. Why? Because my animal was in your charge. If something happened to it, you have to pay everything. I don't care about chazi desert or that. You have to pay. Now, right? But boss, let's make kule tour. You have to pay for the whole animal. Hashda the aske tour di doch. Now that what? That your animal has damaged my animal. Halganisku hudim shal. You're only going to pay me half. If my animal was damaged while I was in your charge, you're responsible for everything. You have to pay the whole thing. So why, why just because it was damaged by your animal, should you have to pay me half? That doesn't make sense. The lolam daske tour, the mashal tour, the showel. Really, we're speaking about the 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 owner, the uh, the mashal's animal, the lender's animal damaged the showel's animal. Again, lolam daske tour, the mashal tour, the showel. So you say, listen. If the, he's responsible for it, he's responsible for it. So you're, if you're responsible to guard it, why should uh, why should I have to pay you? Uh, why should I have to pay uh, even half? 
he only, when he accepted responsibility for it, he only accepts responsibility if anything would happen to the animal that I'm guarding. But if the animal did damage to somebody else, he specifically excluded responsibility for that. But with people of Shemir Nisko, he didn't explain that. So therefore, in other words, I accept the responsibility to guard your animal from any damage that happened to the animal. I indemnify you from anything that happened to it. But if it goes and damages something else, in this case, it damaged my animal, there you have to pay. There you have to pay. Tom pays half, and the and the uh, Amud pays half. Look at the safe. And if it's Belila, if it broke out at night, right? They jumped out at night. If she puts listen was behind, you tell the Zika Potter. You say your Potter. during the day you be You just said you're not responsible for any damage that it did. If he accepted responsibility for damage that the that the animal in his charge would do any uh, then then but if it's a balayla shibut so listen yatsavazika then it'll be potter so that's the way how you'd understand this is a little bit of a dochik according to Rav explain it all this way but that's the only way that it makes sense because you're saying that he borrowed it but he only accepted responsibility if anything would happen to it but he didn't take responsibility for damage that 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 the animal in his charge would do now tomorrow's gemara is going to go back. And uh, and ask Akasha on Rabbi Lazar. But remember, Rabbi Lazar is the one who explains our Mishnah when it says if it's a animal that uh, if it's a, a, a an area that was uh, owned by two people, the Mazik and the Nizik. In other words, it was a partnership in the barn. So if, if are you potter? According to Rav Chista, Rav Chista said that Shusha Nizik Mazik that you are chayiv. Rabbi Lazar says no. The Shusha Mazik and Shusha Nizik shame regular your potter, your potter, but but she's like Chava Mazik on Karen Yechayev. Karen, your member, is Chayev anywhere, even Rosh Hashanah, because it's not normal. Karen is not normal for an animal. To, it's normal for an animal to, uh, to damage the Shane Varego. <coughs> so in, in Rosh Hashanah, he's entitled to walk there. If you left stuff there, it's uh, your tough luck. Animal, that's what animals do. They walk and they eat. Right? They, that's what they do. So you're, they're, they're, uh, it's your, your fault. You're only Chayev and Shane Varego if he goes in somebody else's Rosh and according to Chissa, even if it was the partners, if the two partners is high there too, according to Blazer, Blazer says no. Potter and Shane Bregel, if you are, if it's in a partnership, because they both have the rights to be there, and where are you high only on Karen, because Karen is high even Rishus Arab, Karen is high all over, because Karen, unless where would Karen be Potter only in the Rishus of the Mazik, because he could say you have no business coming into my Rishus, but otherwise Karen is high all over. I'll pick him here tomorrow, Mr. Shabbat Eighty, Kasha on Rishus.